Hey, Mac, when does deer season start? Well, if you want the best deer herd possible, Lanny, you need to start right now. Right now. That's, That's why right. we're starting our promotion. I mean, we've got a deer season starts now promotion on plantbiologic.com where you can pick up our Game Changer soybeans, our forage soybeans, and our spring protein peas. While you're there, you might as well go ahead and pick up some brassicas like our final forage and winter bowls. Yeah, stock up for the cool season planting right now. Listeners to the GK Podcast, if you use coupon code GKPOD, you can save an additional 10% off our entire selection of warm season, cool season, and clover food plot seed. Get started today and visit plantbiologic.com for an unforgettable fall. I am Jeff Foxworthy, and welcome to Gamekeeper Podcast. If you want to learn more about farming for wildlife and habitat management, then buddy, you are in the right place. Join the Gamekeeper crew direct from Mossy Oak Land Enhancement Studio as they discuss the latest wildlife and habitat management practices, news, and of course, hunting. There's no telling what you'll learn, but I'm going to tell you, I bet it's interesting. Enjoy. Okay, so just somebody, somebody just go. For it. Come on, Rob, can you count? You're an accountant. How does this thing work? Oh. We're live in three, two, one. That's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's pretty good at that, yeah. He's very, very good. I think good, he might actually. make the cut. He certainly could be on the team. Yes. Yeah, so that was Rob Kenny. Kenny, look at that sweater. With uh, two mallards facing oh, off. Facing off. Dueling mallards, if you will. That's a, that's a, that's a shirt can i say no you can't say that. <laughs> that's not something we say around here it on, on the podcast just beep it out it's worth saying the sweater's that good it is a cool sweater it's a cool sweater did you get that at a second hand store or did your great aunt give it to you yeah, we can hear you rob yeah, just, just pick just up screen no i actually got it from my friend tyler coleman he's got a shop up in pennsylvania pa full circle waterfowl saw it on his instagram and said Man, I'm going to need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While I'm thinking about it, don't forget to give me my McAllister jacket back. Yeah, it's in my truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to borrow that for the rest of my life. <laughs> oh, so, well, uh, welcome, everybody. This yeah. is a bonus episode bonus. of the Gamekeeper Podcast. This is my first bonus episode. I like to call it the boneless episode. Hmm. There's so many interesting ways of doing yeah, associated with Thank you, Richie. That's exactly the sound that was going in my head. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. So, what we're landing today. Hey. So, I've already interviewed a couple of three different uh, camera experts. Mm-hmm. And they're from different brands. So, we're trying to get a really overall, hey, a guys, what's look. going on yeah. with batteries and so that's what we're Tips talking about today, tricks. saving yes. money, which is one of my favorite things to do. Well, lithium batteries are sky high. Oh, look. I mean, when, you, when you're getting out, look, these cameras are unbelievable. The, I mean, just how engaged it gets you, you know, with your place, is it is pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, it really is. It yeah. keeps you in touch with it. And they give you a, a short view of what's going on all around. So they're unbelievably useful tool. You got two things you got to deal with. Don't worry about what the camera costs because that is nothing compared to your batteries and your data usage. Yeah, so. and, and that's exactly right. And, and, I mean, look, I'm still a fan of those old traditional cameras where you pull the SD card. I got a, a bunch I, of those. I, I, I mean, I loved them, but, oh, man, it's just so nice getting it on your phone. No, that, that's the way to do it. Right. But if you still have those old ones, you might as well yeah. still use them. Yeah. And, I, I, you know, my my experience is that you get what you pay for in cameras. Absolutely. And, and so go ahead and buy a good one. I can tell you I've had a regular – 
Spartan running, just a uh, no cell cam, and it's been on the same set of batteries for an, over a year. You know, I had the same situation. Over been a, a point year. Where I thought something's wrong with yeah. my display because there's no way these batteries could last no, that long. They last. They're last that long. But with no. cell cameras, you know, they. The, the technology they got to have more volts more amperage i'm sure so is I mean, that camera in front of a like a feeder or is it you know making yeah. taking two or three picks a no day? it was it was just taken in front of a feeder now i didn't feed their part of the corn yeah but it did have and then of course i went back because i had quit feeding i'm like i've got to get this camera uh and i was like oh my goodness the battery the, the was, batteries were still fully charged so i just left it in there so yeah, they, but but with the, it is an, it is an issue with cell phones, especially these live camera things, man. They're really really cool tools, but you know you want to be able to make your batteries last as long as you can. That's right. So what what we're gonna do today? This is not gonna be a real really long no. podcast, but I want everybody to. I'm hoping we can learn something. The guys that that I talked to, I came away from all three of those discussions with something that you can do to help. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we also have a guest who's on the line, Eric Gansta. And he's been with us a couple of times yeah. already. He is the on Instagram, the at Trail Camologist. Trail Camologist. What's up, Eric? Hey, guys. How are you? Man, we're doing good. We are good. What's up? Good. What's, what's going on in Pennsylvania right now? Except some cool sweaters. <laughs> our, uh, yeah, our rifle season's just, just finished up over the past weekend. So now it's, uh, you know, in my case, it's, it's time to take inventory and see who survived, and then hopefully, uh, I know a few few of the good bucks I was watching all year made it through the rifle season. But rifle season's always a little hectic up here. Everybody and their brothers out chasing bucks, and uh, kind of nice to get back to normal and, and see who's still out there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is your rifle season up there two weeks? It is two weeks, and it's a it's a concurrent season where you can shoot bucks or does during those two weeks. So they, they get hit pretty hard. I bet they do. I wouldn't know how to act if we only had two weeks. We are so spoiled down here. Uh, it, you know? it, well, and then think about correct me, correct this if I'm wrong, Eric, at, uh, two Sundays in that deal or, or you can't hunt, right? Well, they, they just changed that, Bobby. We can hunt. Actually, the first Sunday we can hunt now. The second Sunday we can't. So oh, They're easing into uh, it. <laughs> we're, yeah. So if you're a guy yeah, who they're works easing on into it. We're, we're hoping. Change is hard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, changes are, but I just you know you don't I hear guess, you don't hear how liberal Mississippi is no. too much. But we got some some pretty liberal hunting seasons. Yeah, which October I sure, one, yeah, uh, January thirty first. Yeah. Hey, if you're on the coast, you get to go to February fifteenth. And look here, we're uh, what? I guess we're just a bunch of heathens. We've always been able to hunt on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> In the Bible Belt, we're all here hunting. Like, yeah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Dudley. That's exactly right. Yeah, get him a thing on that. Well, well look, Eric. <laughs> Richie is awake He's from on the board so. today and he literally so Eric so the reason that we had you on here is to uh you may be more in touch with trail cams than anybody we run around with mm-hmm. and I wanted to ask you if you've developed some tricks and techniques and what you've learned to help make these batteries last longer or solar panels or 12 what have you, I know you've come up with some homebrew ways to do it, and uh, we just wanted to see if you could kind of share some of those tips with us. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, obviously, like you guys were mentioning, the, the lithium batteries, the prices are just skyrocketing right now. Uh, used to be able to get Energizer lithiums for under, under $2 a battery, which still seemed like quite a bit, but when you did the math and, and figured out how long they'd actually run on a camera, you were better off. 
now those same batteries are almost double that. I've seen them up to four and five dollars per battery. And from what I'm I'm gathering, the electric vehicle batteries are what's what's pushing the the lithium shortage around the world. Uh, they're using so much of the lithium going into these electric vehicles nowadays that a lot you know the majority of the world's batteries, energizers, and, and whomever are made overseas or mined overseas of lithium. And uh, so what they're saying now, long story short, is by 2025, there may not be AA lithium batteries uh, because of the electric vehicle push. Hmm. So what I've done, you know, I'm running anywhere between 50 and 100 cameras any given time of the year. So you can imagine the cost of batteries. Yeah. Um, now, during the summer months, you can get away with a standard alkaline battery, and I've, I've tried all types of different brands. I've had good luck with uh, some of the cheaper brands you wouldn't think of. The Dollar General batteries work well, even the Amazon Basics. Uh, I just checked today. Right now, you can still get the Amazon Basic alkalines for $0.20 cents a battery. So with the cost of lithium being driven up so high, you know, the double A's or alkalines are still going to make sense for a lot of guys. Now, where that comes into, you know, where you get into trouble is you're running the cellular cameras. Cellular cameras, they, they use a lot more battery than anything else. So that's where I've come up with, I, I buy components from Amazon, from eBay, different uh, outlets with a 12-volt rechargeable. And then I match up whatever cord that particular brand of camera may take. There's there's a couple different sizes of uh of cords and i for right around 40 45 dollars i can build a, a 12 volt rechargeable put it in a, a watertight battery box with a cord and that that'll run the standard it'll run a standard camera for eight to ten months and it'll run a uh, cellular camera for four to six months depending mm -hmm. on whether you're on uh you know picture mode or video mode or what's your what your settings are as far as if you're having your pictures or videos sent instantly or, you know, a couple times a day, it all plays into it. But uh, I've built probably 25 of those boxes now, and they, they that's just the way to go. They You bring the 12-volt back, you hook it up to a charger overnight, and it's ready to go back in the field for four or five months. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm, uh, you know, there's – Boy, I wish Radio Stack Shack was still around because yeah, I was trying to hook up some Radio stuff Shack. on my camera and uh, needed a little connector. I ended up emailing Eric, and he told me exactly which one to get. And yeah. it just—I can just remember going, being able to go to Radio Shack and get—is there a store now that you can go buy that stuff? Uh, not that I know. Not of. much. I think Radio Shacks are gone. Yeah, we used to have one right down the road. We sure did. We used yeah. to go there at lunch just to look mm -hmm. around. Yeah, <laughs> and they, and they didn't even have a radio <laughs> in the place. Uh, but you can find what you needed there. So those, uh, it, the, yeah. So a lot of the companies are selling these little battery boxes, uh, mm -hmm. that, and and they they do work. Those batteries are rechargeable. It's a pretty neat little concept there. And the idea, I love the idea of putting a camera out, and not having to go back and check it. Is for that four the months. little DC port I'm seeing right. on cameras? Is that what that is? I think it is. Ah, well, look at there. Learn something new yeah. every day. So, are you taking one of those NICH um, twelve volt? Like I would call it a feeder battery, and 
then making a waterproof case and putting a solar panel on it that trickle charges it? Yeah, so he's he, what he's doing is he's taking. Excuse me, Eric. I'm answering your question. Yeah, but uh-huh. way uh, to go! <laughs> uh, you know, these, if you go to to uh, Harbor Freight or someplace, mm-hmm. they have these little plastic ammo boxes. Yeah, that's uh, what that's what he's taking and drilling a hole in there and then running a wire and, and then putting a, the solar panel facing south and letting it rip. Gotcha. Yeah, and then I think he's also doing it without without a solar panel. Hmm. Right, I'm doing the majority without a solar panel. I have. I do have several solar panels, uh, but you get they get a little bit costly. You'll get up, you know, for a decent solar panel, you can get up close to a hundred dollars now. So you're taking you know, a, what again, I would call a feeder battery with, and just off that one charge running four to six months. Yeah, I'm glad you gave me that feeder battery yesterday. <laughs> I buy a 12 volt, seven amp feeder battery. You know, actually, you find them a lot in kids' toys, a lot of the little motorized kids' toys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I buy them two at a time. I think I get two for forty bucks right now, and then I, I just swap them out every every time I go out to check cameras. Which you know, again, it, it, it makes it makes it nice not having to go into a camera for months on end. Oh yeah, I mean, if we could be so, out for four months, it'd be great. But here's the other thing. So, Eric, I'm hoping you can stay on and listen. I, I, I did a little interview with a guy sure. from from Spartan a guy from Reconics and a guy from uh, Moultrie and it, about their cameras and some tips and tricks. But some cameras want a 12 volt of fright. Ooh. So you got to know, you got to know your voltage. The, the, the majority of cameras are going to be 12 volts. Now there are, there are one or two manufacturers that use six volts. And in that case, you'd have to get a reducer. It's just you know, part of your cord. It would have a voltage reducer in it. Uh, but there are one or two manufacturers using six, and there's there's one manufacturer using nine volt. And I don't remember who it is off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the big names that you're running or you're seeing are going to be 12 volts. Yeah. Now Spartan does have a couple of cameras that's a six. The mm-hmm. Go Cam is a six, so you got to be careful there. Okay. But uh, the the other thing, I like your idea about the battery box. And then wrapping it in some some mossy oak wrap, and I've got a, one course, done like that, and yeah. it just kind of disappears. Right. But is, I, it, is it sitting yep. on the ground? The box is sitting. On, I got it wired so that a raccoon can't tote it tote away. It off. But what I'm having is mm-hmm. a, occasionally I've had Rob. What you what's the matter? He ain't had never had a coon <laughs> tote his stuff off. They will. Yeah, yeah they will. They, They'll tote it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carry it off. <laughs> but I've, I've had a, I've had. To, have you had to do this, uh, Eric? I had to wire that to wire the wire. The wire that goes into the camera. Oh, squirrels were climbing up it and pulling it out. Oh, or, or something. Yeah, I've else. had them. And that's one of the recommendations. If there's any camera manufacturers listening, if they could make that connection a screw-in connection, yes. that, that would that would alleviate all those issues. With I have raccoons and squirrels pull those cables out quite a bit um and actually one of the things that that i I just had a camera the other day that quit on me i went and checked it and here the the cable was was chewed in half so i'm assuming a raccoon got in there and chewed it well maybe you got a little voltage now it might have been a beaver (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah could have been (laughs) well in pennsylvania i do i do have some chew proof i do have some chew proof uh cable that i bought on amazon that that should alleviate that issue i just need to make up some new cables so how did you double secure your plug-in? Did you put some duct tape on it? Uh, well, so uh, there's a <laughs> – you can – uh, I got it at Track Supply. It's, uh, 
It's a black wire. Dang gummit, I don't know what it's called. Oh, it's, a, tape. It's, a, it's a roll <laughs> of wire that, that'll get really rusty, and it's a great way to hang your camera. Oh, it's rebar you can't, wire. You can't. Yeah, well, well it's similar rebar. to that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I, I wired it up with that. Okay. Bailing wire. <laughs> it looks real professional. I bet it does. But it works. <laughs> but that wire to hang a camera, I don't use a strap. Yeah. They use that wire, and you can't. If you're on the other side of the tree, you don't see it. Oh, look at you! Bailing wire. That's right? what exactly what it is. Bailing wire. Yeah. I'm right. glad I'm here. Yeah, thank you. There you yeah. go, Dudley. Oh, we knew you'd contribute. So, Eric, can you hang on and listen to these? What What I'd like to do is play these for D- Dudley and Lanny. Have have you haven't? Heard I hadn't these. heard it. So, and y'all can comment while these guys are talking. We can comment amongst ourselves. Sure, so, okay. Eric. So, Eric, uh, Richie, why don't you play uh, Jamie from Reconnex first? What we're trying to do with this podcast, you know, our listeners, our audience can learn ways that they might can save some money on batteries because, as you know, batteries have just gotten to be so expensive. Yeah, Bobby, that is that is one of the things um, a lot of our customers have been asking us about lately, too, um, especially the lithium, the uh, lithium batteries. They're, they're the, still the best power source there is available for cameras in general, but the availability and the cost has just gone through the roof here recently. Uh, due to all the uh, the uh, uh, inflation and with supply chain issues and everything, it's just become tougher and tougher to find them, and and the costs have gone up dramatically. Um, still think they're the best option. Uh, one thing we do tell our customers in general is just stay away from alkaline batteries. I know lots of manufacturers out there they 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 allow them as use in the cameras. We don't. Um, we tell you flat out, don't use them. They're they're terrible in just a uh, everyday use scenario, the voltage just changes dramatically um, day to day and they're prone to leaking, which is probably one of the biggest things that destroy cameras is the, is alkali uh, leaking into the, into the electronics. There's not, nothing we can do about it if, if they get in there. So stay away from them if you can. So you're saying that the alkaline may not have enough voltage to for, for the, to to provide to the camera to operate it in a way that keeps the camera healthy. Yeah, you'll notice um, they start out fine, um, but every time they're used, the voltage on the on each battery drops, and so you'll see your cameras start to act strange. You'll see your nighttime photos get dimmer and dimmer um, rather quickly. Um, so it's really it's just they're they're not really built for these kind of high performance type products like trail cams have become. Uh, I know a lot of manufacturers, like I said, they, they don't tell you not to use them, but we definitely do. We just feel that they're a terrible option long-term heat and cold affects them dramatically. It's just, they're just very inconsistent power source. Yeah. So, so what, what tips do you, do you have anything you can, you tell people? Yeah, um, some of the things you can do um, just in the camera itself, uh, you can try to reduce the number of photos while still making sure you're getting the coverage that you want. Um, a lot of companies out there, they, they have, like we do, we have a default setting um, where our cameras are set up on what we call a trail setting. So they take three pictures every time they sense motion. Each photo is about a second apart, and then they'll automatically re-trigger. That's great for scenarios um, where you want coverage all the time. You know, you put it on a trail where you need fast photos. You don't want to miss anything. But a lot of people will um, forget to change the setting or, or don't want to change the setting because they don't really, might not know how, or it might be a, you know, complicated process for a lot of people. But if you're putting it over a, a mineral lick oh, yeah. or, uh, you know, a corn pile or any sort of food pile or even a food plot, 
you want to, you probably want to turn it down a little bit. So you take maybe less photos per trigger, you know, they call it a burst, you know, you could, you could, even with our cameras, you can change the amount of time between each photo and then also put a delay in. So you can dramatically reduce the number of photos that the camera takes, which obviously leads to, you know, longer battery life. Yeah. So that's, that's probably one of the biggest things you can do short term, um, with your cameras is just, just think about how you're setting it up and maybe there's different options for, for the number of photos the camera might take. You know, one of the biggest things that, that consumes power in a trail camera is the infrared nighttime photos because it, we have to use energy to power those infrared emitters to get that, those photos back, to get the light back to take a photo. And so in some cases, you may, you may not even need those nighttime photos or want them because, you know, if you're after a particular deer in daylight, you know, he, he want them in daylight. So you, you could potentially even, even schedule your cameras just to take photos during daytime only. Mm. That would dramatically increase the lifespan of the batteries. Jamie, I've got a, a, a friend, when he pulls 12 batteries out of his camera, he's got a little tester, and he started testing them. Not all 12 will be bad. There'll be three or four that are still have a pretty good charge. So he replaces, say, eight or nine. He thinks he's saving mm. a little money like that. Are you hearing anything? Is that possible? Theoretically possible. Um, each battery is, is obviously its, in, its own individual powers source and capacity and they they basically draw down a series of six on average for most trail camera companies so there i mean theoretically i can see where one or two of them maybe at the beginning or end of that series of six batteries might have more or less power than the others um but in a general sense what you're doing with a tester is you're testing without a load applied to the battery and so what we do when we give you a battery meter or a battery reading on the camera, we actually apply a load to it to give you a more accurate reading. Um, just putting a, a tester on it and reading voltage without load applied to it, um, especially with the lithium type batteries, you're probably not getting a very accurate, you know, real world scenario reading of that, the capacity left in that battery. Yeah, that, that um, makes sense to uh, me. Yeah, I, I would generally speaking, I, I, I wouldn't mix batteries. Um, you know, you, you know, everybody knows don't mix battery types. Um, but I wouldn't mix old and new batteries either. Cause that's just, if it's a, say you've got four new batteries and two old batteries, those old batteries actually have more resistance um, than the two new ones do in the series. So you're probably diminishing the capacity of the other batteries by, by doing that. Well, you know a lot about so batteries, know, Jamie. <laughs> well, we've been doing this for 20 years. So, um, when you design products that that run on on batteries, especially, especially these days with AA batteries, you you kind of get in tune to to how they work and what you can and can't do with them. Yeah. Um, well. So yeah, I mean, I know that I know the lithiums are uh, unbelievably expensive these days, but in a general sense, compared to alkaline, they're still your most economical uh, use because they'll last so much longer and provide you so much more performance. But there are other options out there now. Well, so, Jamie, when you look in your crystal ball, do you see over the next year, do you see lithiums coming back down? What What are y'all thinking is going to happen? I, I don't know. The The downside is it's not just supply chain either. It's the um, it's the lithium, you know, all the other solar and electric powered devices in the world now, cars especially, they use lithium. 
and there's only so much lithium available and only so much they can mine. So they're looking for new sources of lithium, but I think there's going to be a real crunch on lithium uh, for the for several several years to come. But I don't know if they they may they may come down slightly, but I don't think we're going to see any dramatic drops in lithium costs. Yeah. Wow. There are other options now. Yeah. Um, probably the two biggest ones. I'll start with the first one, which would be nickel metal rechargeable type batteries. Um, Tenergy brand has come out with a new they call Pro Series, and we we offer them. We've been dealing with that company for for a decade or more. They're they're pretty reliable um, batteries, but the the historic downside of, of nickel metal hydride rechargeable type batteries is that they they're they were and still are to some degree affected by heat and cold, just like alkaline. So when it gets below freezing, the the chemical reaction starts to slow a bit, and when it gets really warm, it's, they tend to self discharge, which means they they just lose their their capacity between recharges. Um, but they've come out with some new series. The the chemistry, the technology keeps getting better and better. Um, they're they're rated now for higher and lower operating temperatures, and they've got more capacity. So in a in a long term scenario, you can you know buy a set of those. You can recharge those several hundred times before they start to diminish. Um, that may be an option for most people uh, instead of the the lithium batteries. And then the other option is is solar panels or external power supplies. Um, a lot of guys do some home brews where they you know have put a, a battery in a an ammo box and plug it into the camera, you know, 12 volt. And that, that can work for a lot of sources. Um, we offer solar panels with integrated batteries now, um, especially for our cellular cameras, because those consume, in general, cellular cameras consume two to three times more energy than, than a standard trail camera. So having an external power source on those, especially solar, that it replenishes is, is kind of a must these days. And I think that's really good advice. So, hey, Jamie, how does y'all's maximum food plots look this year? Oh, it came in awesome. It made my year. My son got a really nice 10-point this year off Boom. our place, so we're very happy. Oh, that's good. Well, hey, thank you for being a part of this, and uh, we'll stay in touch. Sounds good, Bob. Good talking to you, sir. I think, I think everybody's been through the experience of you got your first cell phone camera, you're putting it on a feeder, and you get – 937 pictures of the same doe. Yeah. You know, <laughs> right. So, yeah. yeah. Got to make those little adjustments in the beginning. So that was Jamie from Reconyx. Mm-hmm. And he, he was quick to point out that, uh, that they weren't big fans of alkaline. And do, have you had that same experience, Eric? Or do you, or do you, why would he say that? Is it, or do their cameras require a little more voltage, maybe? No, not so much. Alkaline, alkaline will, will run okay in warmer weather, um, but when you get down below freezing temperatures, the alkaline are made up of water in them. Um, so under freezing, they'll freeze, and, and the alkalines will be very inconsistent, especially on video mode or at night when the flash has to work a little harder and pull a little more voltage. You'll get a lot of black pictures or black dark videos or videos that are very short. You know, if you have it set for a 20-second video, you might get a five-second at night with alkalines. Um, so a lot of can- camera manufacturers are recommending lithium just because you'll get solid 1.5 to 1.7 volts, 24-7, 365. Now, the, the downside with the lithium is when it goes dead, it's dead. There's there's no there's no half battery, three-quarter battery. Like, it'll it'll go from 100% full to dead overnight. Um, but you're going to get that, that constant 
voltage in a lithium battery. Mm. Yeah, he also mentioned they can leak, and I I know I've had some leak if you, especially oh, if yeah, you leave yeah. the batteries yeah. in there a long yeah. time. Me too. Yeah, Lanny, you look like you had a question. You raising your hand? Was did you? Uh, no, I was talking about the nine hundred thirty-seven doe, doe photos. Oh, yeah. I already got my comment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, look. Uh, uh, why don't we play uh, next? We've got uh, Daniel Wilson from Moultrie. He has some really interesting comments. So, Richie, if you could, Daniel, thanks for being here. And uh, what's the best tip and tricks you you guys have up your sleeves? Absolutely, Bobby. Thanks for having me on. Um, I'd say there's three key ways to extend battery life. Uh, one on the camera. Uh, and two ways to optimize a power source. Uh, on the camera, the, the most important thing that we see uh, that a hunter can adjust is image upload frequency. Uh, and most hunters don't realize that the cellular upload cycle is the number one source of power consumption on a cellular trail camera. So that cell modem has to boot every time the camera wants to check in and transmit an image. So every time you see those images come in on your app, that's the, that's the greatest moment of joy. Uh, it's also the greatest moment of power burn. Um, and so cameras can upload those images immediately as they are taken uh, or periodically upload them uh, at some sort of set cadence during the day. Uh, most cameras have the uh, option to kind of toggle those defaults and swapping from those immediate uploads to a set cadence uh, based off of uh, our analysis, it can, it can triple battery life or more depending on the use case. And so really what it's doing is just saying, hey, I don't need the images immediately all day long. I'll take them once a day, twice a day, eight times a day, uh, whatever the set cadence might be. And it uh, saves that camera from uploading them uh, all day long. If your camera's in a high activity area, it could be connecting to transmit images dozens or even hundreds of times per day. Uh, so that's the primary source of power drain for most hunters. And it's really the easiest adjustment that a hunter can go ahead and make and get significant, uh, significantly more life out of those AA batteries. If I heard you right, you said it might even triple the usage. It, even if it just doubled it, that's that's very significant. It's huge. It's huge. And what we've seen, uh, we've actually done campaigns to educate people around uh, cellular power consumption and how to optimize their batteries. And we've seen people uh, swap over from those immediate uploads. And um, even if they do eight times a day, which is every few hours, you get a new batch of uploads, uh, a camera that maybe it's on a deer feeder or a really high traffic trail, um, that, that's just tremendous, tremendous battery savings. Yeah, well, that, well that's a good point. Well, are you seeing guys kind of do some of these uh, – maybe kind of homebrew remedies with solar panels and 12-volt batteries and rigging them up. Is, so we're hearing about people doing that, and I know it's – but is there any danger? Is can a, Could a guy actually short-circuit his camera if he's not careful doing that kind of stuff? Yeah, you absolutely could. If you're uh, not not careful with input, input voltage and, and all the rest, we've definitely seen some cameras and some homebrew solutions that have come in through uh, through our customer success team and uh, people have, uh, you know, fried the camera. So I would I would recommend extreme caution there. Um, the, really, the best solution uh, is to just go with a solar panel. Um, and in terms of optimizing power source, you really have two main options that we see people do that are just, they're highly successful. One is lithium batteries to extend your camera battery life. Uh, you know, they're very expensive. I think they're approaching $3 a cell now. And, uh, so that's uh, not really the most cost effective way anymore to extend battery life, but the solar panel, uh, plugged into a lithium uh, rechargeable battery can really um, provide that kind of unlimited power source for a cellular trail camera. And if you some of the newer solutions coming out, 
have a have a big enough panel and a large enough battery to keep up with the the capacity and the consumption of a cellular trail camera. And uh, that those are all designed specifically to meet the requirements of the camera and keep it all safe and healthy. So, Daniel, does it have to be? You know, I'm, I, look, I'm, I'm going to ask this. This may be an obvious question, but I'm going to ask anyway. Do, do the batteries that you put in do they have to be rechargeable batteries for that solar panel to 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 work and recharge them like you're talking about? They don't, and so there's there's a couple of different power sources. So if you use, um, it might differ a little bit from brand to brand. Uh, if you put in uh, non-rechargeable double A's into the camera, and then an external power solution, um, uh, our cameras will kind of use both, whichever one has the highest remaining uh, power. And so if your power bank on the external power source stays charged via cellular, or sorry, via solar, it'll uh, it'll keep powering that camera indefinitely. Um, and we, we really, there's a lot of reasons not to use nickel metal hydride rechargeable batteries and, uh, cellular trail cameras. They actually have less capacity and, um, the output voltage generally isn't, isn't high enough to power the camera optimally over the, the entire life. So we, we recommend just using, um, the, uh, you know, just putting regular double A's in there and then using an external power pack. We're also coming out with the, uh, an insertable battery tray that's a rechargeable lithium power pack that you can slide right into the camera and then plug the solar panel into that. Well, Daniel, it sounds like y'all have got some good solutions, good options. Sounds like you know uh, this is a, this is something you guys are dealing with. When you think about, obviously, you're plugged into the battery world. Are you seeing? Do you think batteries are going to come down in the near future? You know, we would love to see that uh, just because all of us are running cameras and burning through double A's and uh, it's definitely a, a hit on the wallet. And so we would love to see the cost of uh, batteries come back down. These are the some of the first major price increases we've seen in years, though, on double A's. And so, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not holding out hope. Uh, I think, you know, Moultrie Mobile is really focused on creating rechargeable power accessories that meet uh, different use cases and different requirements for different hunters and uh, just preparing for that swap over from double A's to just relying more and more on rechargeable accessories. Yeah, that's interesting. All right, Daniel, I appreciate you taking time to jump on here and answer a few questions. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me, Bobby. So, I mean, he's a really knowledgeable yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of variation, you know, and kind of everybody's opinion, too. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the the idea of adjusting uh, when those uh, – the, the how many times those pictures are coming to you, yeah, that, yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of sense. And, and so, you know, so I think do some of the things Jamie said, some of the things that, uh, that Daniel has said, all this could add together, Eric, and, be, I mean, we might be adding a little more time to our batteries here and saving a little money, don't you think? Yes, sir, definitely. The, uh, the frequency of your send – just like he mentioned, it, it makes a huge difference in batteries. And, you know, I know all of us want uh, instant results when a deer walks past our camera or a turkey or whatever it is. We yeah. want to see that picture immediately. <laughs> but like like he mentioned, if you set it to eight transmissions a day, you're still getting you're still getting pictures every couple hours. And uh, it makes a gigantic difference in the, in the battery consumption. Uh, that's one thing I hadn't adjusted on mine, mm-hmm. so I would yeah, definitely I mean, I, be doing that. I would think if you're using it for security or something, you would want it all the time. But, I mean, if you've just got it pointed at a scrape or something. Morning and evening. Or, or a fa- uh, especially a feeder. Yeah. Bobby yeah. wants to know all the time. <laughs> you know, I, do, I, lo- I love <laughs> getting that little I do love it. I'm addicted to it. There's oh, no yeah. doubt about right. it. 
So, yeah. So, look, we got one more guy. Uh, we've got Kevin from Spartan. He's had some interesting comments. So, uh, Richie, if you could play him. And Kevin uh, Warstat is with Spartan Cameras. They sponsor the Gamekeeper Television Show. Help us be able to educate our listeners about techniques or products that you guys have to help uh, get through this period of time when the batteries are so expensive. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, so there, you know, are a few things we, you can do. Um, you know, I think the first thing to mention is that, you know, every action that your camera performs is going to use battery life. It seems obvious, but you know, it's good to kind of uh, start from that point. So, what you're going to want to do is just limit the number of actions your camera is taking to just what you need. Um, now, a big thing that you can do is, well, well, for the first thing. Um, You'll want to use lithium batteries if you can, and I know they're a little bit more expensive, but they do tend to perform better. And uh, you'll also want to use name brand if you can, because the um, uh, generic tend to not be quite as reliable. Um, so typically, you you know you put the investment in, but uh, you get better performance. Um, uh, now, way you can save battery um, in the case of like live streaming on the new cameras. You know, it's a very cool feature. Uh, it's great to have it, but um, it does use up a lot of battery. So with that live streaming feature, you're going to want to limit it to just when you are, yeah, you know, there's something particularly interesting there, um, you know, if you really need to use it. Um, that'll be a big thing. Uh, another thing is you can set the start and stop time intervals to only the times of day when you want to get pictures. So if you know that, you know, you're, uh, target buck is only active at certain times a day. Um, you can set the camera just to function then. So if you get, you know, uh, activity from like birds or, you know, tree branches swaying around, you won't have to worry about those during times of day when there's no activity uh, at the camera site. Yeah, and so one of the things uh, I've come to understand that live camera, it's kind of staying in constant contact with the cell tower or the app or something, and that drains the battery a little more than just an average cell camera. Is that correct? Yeah. So the the thing with those live cameras is um, it actually can uh, take pictures and send pictures at the same time. So it's, it's an upgrade over the previous model, um, and it is – does get you really nice performance but the cost is that there is extra battery used you know using those features so um yeah it's something where you're going to want to be more careful with how your settings are set up yeah to be sure that yeah you're not using up more battery than you would be normally well that 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 makes a lot of sense and that live feature i have to tell you that it's 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 incredible because uh, you know you can be working one afternoon and 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 you know at four o'clock going well i wonder what's going on in that field and click a button and see it, it it's it's really incredible but let me ask you this yeah uh, we're we, we like it i've used it a little bit myself so it's cool yeah so are you seeing um the, the, are the solar panels catching on? Do you think that's a – what are your thoughts on, on that? And I think you guys have a battery box. or Can you kind of walk us through how a guy can do some of those things and what he can expect? Yeah, so the solar panels uh, are are very popular. Um, they uh, don't have to have um, direct sunlight. They can just use ambient light, um, you know, and depending on how many – pictures you're getting you can actually 
power the camera really just off of a solar panel. We do recommend having batteries in there kind of as a backup. Um, but the live, uh, go live and go live Two both have an internal battery. So you can hook the uh, solar panel up directly to the camera and it'll keep it charged up. Um, the battery box is a great option as well. Uh, I previously had a battery hooked up to my camera and you know, if you're not getting too many pictures, that thing can last you a year, maybe more. So oh, wow. um, battery, the external battery is a good option. Um, and with the battery box, you know, we have to have the battery box because it, uh, for the go cam, uh, basically make sure that the battery will be compatible with the camera. So it's definitely a great option. Uh, and it'll extend your battery life. You know, really it can be basically indefinitely, uh, with, the with the solar panel. So you would not have to have re necessarily rechargeable batteries in that camera since you have an internal battery in the unit. Right, right. We do suggest having some double A's in there as well, but technically it should work uh, even without them. Yeah. Now, Kevin, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think so, some of the Spartan cameras maybe use some different voltage. So these guys that are talking about maybe doing some homebrew boxes and cables and wires and all that, they need to be careful, don't they? I, I mean, they could potentially hurt their camera. Yeah. So the GoCam uh, is six six volt. So you want to be sure you don't hook up a 12-volt battery to that GoCam because it'll fry the camera. Um, so that's why you have to have the battery box for that. Um, with a GoLive, I think you should be able to do it, but we do recommend you use the battery box anyway. Um, the one that we produce because, you know, we can't guarantee, obviously, any product um, that we don't produce. But you can hook up a, a battery directly to the camera. I did do that with, with my camera previously. Um, so I did check with our engineers to be sure I was doing the right thing though. Cause I wanted to be sure, you know, I didn't damage the camera. Uh, another thing is, you know, there are a few different modes you can use. So sometimes if you get that camera on video mode, it'll use up a lot more battery because, um, video sending takes a lot more power than just photo. So the good thing about the photo plus video mode is, uh, you'll have the option to request videos, um, but it's not going to eat up all the battery just using just getting those videos. Yeah. Um, and also uh, make sure that the camera's updated the latest firmware because we do release optimizations and fixes that will uh, make sure that, you know, things are working as efficiently as possible. Um, make sure you're not using up battery uh, more than you need to. So, yeah, definitely, um, you know, if you can follow those tips, it'll help a lot. And obviously, you can always reach out to us. Uh, customers can always reach out to us, and we'll uh, definitely be uh, willing and, and happy to help uh, to the best of our ability. I appreciate you being on here. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's good stuff. You know, I, look, I'd have to think that uh, that we learned something listening to all that, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I mean, the, the periodically uploading – Seems like a no-brainer for yeah, most deal. instances. So I'm going to get off this podcast and see if I can't swap I, my. I was over. actually changing my settings while I was listening to all that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's right. So, And I, I don't need to be I'm, – I'm always looking at my phone to see if a, a picture hit it. So now if I know that they're only coming, they're coming at, at 10 and 2 or whatever. Yeah, it'll be better. Yeah. That's right. You can schedule some time to look at them. What about you, Eric? Did, was it, is there anything that, that kind of jumps out at you that made sense? 
Yeah, a lot of it makes sense. Like that, the uh, frequency is going to really increase your life. Uh, your, your frequency of how, how many times per day you're spending. You got to figure every every time that camera connects to a to a modem or whatever it's connected to to send you pictures, it's just stuck in battery you know, constantly. You know, Eric, I'm going to ask you to write an article for our magazine about go. that that can kind of show a guy how to build one of these boxes and what kind of connectors he needs. And sure. well, I think you you were telling me Amazon. Could, you, you, Eric was kind enough. He said, "Get a 1.7 by 40 millimeter." And when you type that into a search bar, it, it just went right up. to exactly what I needed. Look at there, perfect. Yeah. yeah. So Eric, I, yeah, there's, there's only there's only two or three different sizes, and uh, yeah, I can I can put all that together, and, and that'll be good. That's what I'm that gonna do. Yeah. Well, Eric, look, the, the people that there, I can't imagine anybody doesn't follow you, uh, Eric. At uh, it's at Trail camologist or ology, one of those two. Ology. Ology, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a it's a really good. Oh, it's, it's a really good. Yeah, stuff. he. Yeah, it's cool. It's all that. not just deer. It's hawks, and I mean all kinds of cool scenarios. And I, I love having it pop up in my feed. Yeah, I do too. And Eric's gonna start writing some stuff for us. He and I've been talking, and and uh, so I'm I'm excited about that. Eric, is there uh, uh, Lanny? Is there, you got another question for Eric before we let him go? Ah. Uh, no, I don't get to do. You know, I I would like to get Eric down here at some point in time and let him eat some some crawfish and. Well, he needs to come down here if his hunting season's only two weeks. You know? I know, and uh, maybe he could come on that every other Sunday. Yeah, there you go. Just fly him <laughs> down that, here. I think he's in. That'd be fantastic. Well, yeah. Eric, the I, really right. well, the rut started yesterday, so. <laughs> it is. It's an exciting time down here, Eric. We appreciate you being on, and uh, is there anything you need, anybody you need to say hey to before we let you go? No, sir. I appreciate the opportunity. I always enjoy talking to you guys, and uh, you know, anytime you need something, feel free to reach out. Sounds thanks, like Eric. a plan. Appreciate yeah. it, buddy. All right, Eric. Thank thanks, you. Thanks, Eric. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a good Christmas. We'll see you. So this was a little bit different, you know? Yeah, I, I like I it. Mean, I mean... Look, I I had three different companies, mm-hmm. and it was kind of hard to get everybody to be, uh, you know, to line up at the same time. So that's why I had to kind of do those little interviews. But I just thought we might get three different perspectives, sure, three, three and uh, and help our our audience. Because if you go to buy some batteries on it, it's crazy how expensive they are. Yeah, no doubt about it. And the lithium things coming. I mean, we have converted even our house. I mean, the weed eaters, the blows we use. You know, it's not even gas anymore. It's all lithium. So I can't imagine that the double A's won't be you know, continue to go up. And, you know, I, I'm going to throw it out there, too. It seems like, you know, you run through a lot of batteries, you know. Well, where do those things go when you're done with them, you know? I don't want to get deadly started on this. They don't just can, disappear. No, they don't just, you know, make the soil better, you know. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so uh, some of these options seems like a better way to approach it as gamekeepers for sure. I know I'm going to build a battery box. That makes a lot of sense. Why haven't you told me that before? Yeah, we need a new project. Yeah, well, we do. Yeah, I've been working on it to see if it would work, and I started – I started, before I left to go on uh, the uh, elk hunt. Oh, yeah. You know, I plugged in, plugged one in. Yeah. And today, what is today, Rob? The December the twelfth, fourteen. It, it's still on, still on green. Oh wow! Yeah. So I'm using a Dakota lithium, uh-huh. and uh, in a Dakota, they have a Dakota had a little battery box and it's running on a Spartan camera. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had to go buy some wires and and, and whatnot, but uh, figured it out. But it's made it work. It's it's working. If Bobby Cole can do it, anybody, anybody, anybody can do it. Can do it. <laughs> 
Yeah, because I can't I, wait to see this wiring job. Yeah, I wasn't positive which one was negative, <laughs> but it works. So they, there you go. So, uh, so that's what made me. You know, I knew Eric helped me. You yeah, know, and, uh, yeah. Spartan's got some great stuff. All these companies have some have a lot of great. Products. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. So it's amazing what the technology does every year. It really is. I'm in love with running camera. Yeah, you know, it's fun. It's, it really is. So. All right, so does anybody – this was a bonus episode. I enjoyed it, and I think guys can listen and learn. And yeah. please share it with uh, other guys in your hunting club or whatnot that can yeah. learn from cameras because uh, it's a lot of it's, – it's a big part. It's a – you know what? I'll dare say it's one of the top five tools in a gamekeeper's toolbox. Oh, box. no question about it now. It really does. Yep. Let's and, be there all the time. And here's one little marriage tip that I'll give. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I know tip. it's coming here. Yeah, so uh, – I gave my wife a camera, uh-huh. and so she enjoys putting it out on in places. And uh, it, I mean, it's it's made her. It, hey. All right, Richie. Hey, that's good. It really is. So, is so I mean, everybody's wife doesn't go to their property with them. Or hey, well, I'm gonna tell you. You know, it's a tool for us too because uh, some of the places we have, they're offsite landowners, and we keep we, we share it with them. So you know, they can kind of keep in tune with what's going on on the property too. So. Yeah, I, I put one out so I can prove to my wife that I'm actually at the farm. Yeah, I told stuff. you this is where <laughs> I was going. Yeah, it's right <laughs> at the gate. So I like these bonus episodes. What are we gonna talk about next? Which doe to kill or something like that? That would be a good one. Yeah. We've done that before, but we could. Oh, we have. It. Oh, okay. Yep. But no, so look, guys, if you if there's something you want us to talk about. Yeah, hit us up. email us at gamekeepers at mossyoak.com. And we'll, or hit us on the Insta, you know. Oh, Rob will get it. On the DM. Do we have a DM there? Mm-hmm. Hit Rob on the DM. Slide into <laughs> his DM. Oh, that's right. what it is. <laughs> Slide into the DMs. I got you. Yeah. All right. I think that's about it. Yeah, look, have fun with Hayden this weekend. Dudley, yeah. Little Dud. Y'all, get good luck to you. Yeah. yeah going rut hunting. What about Jesse? You going to take her hunting? She will be she home. on her own? She'll be home soon. And uh, Maybe Pork Chop will come out. Maybe so. We'll Ooh, I don't see. think she's got a key to Pork Chop yet. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Dudley. Goodbye, Dudley. Get us out of here, Rob. to this week's episode of the Gamekeeper Podcast and be sure to tune in again. Subscribe to Gamekeeper Farming for Wildlife magazine and don't miss the Mossy Oak Properties Fistful of Dirt Podcast with my good buddy, Ronnie Cuz Strickland.